Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Justin McTeer. What's up? And our guest today is Ryan Hopper. Hopper Doggy. What's up, humans? <laughs> <laughs> so this will be uh, no- another fun one, another fun guest. Uh, fresh water, some more fresh water stuff too, because he makes some really cool baits, and I kind of want to keep getting into the fresh water stuff. So yeah. I can't local- catch him, though. <laughs> Only salt water. <laughs> and you're a local guy. You grew up a little local too, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about how you start fishing. Oh, man. I was, uh, my earliest memories are of fishing. I don't know. Ever since I was a little kid, I was always just into fishing. And I, uh, my grandparents raised me. And they would take me to Clark Park and Laguna Lake and all that stuff. And I grew up right by La Mirada Regional. Mm-hmm. And I would just ride my bike there and fish bass and bluegill and whatever. Did whatever. You fish ate- the course ever? <laughs> yeah i snuck in there a couple times with my dad when we were younger yeah dude. that place is good yeah well, i haven't fished there recently but <laughs> it used to be good <laughs> yeah i fished the golf course fished everywhere anywhere there's water yeah constantly any type of fishing did you and then how long were you uh, living around here for until you moved uh i moved out of here in like sixth grade and i went and lived with my mom in uh kind of like laguna Niguel area okay did you fish that lake a lot too Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Tons. Trout and bass, like fishing worms for bass. And then all winter we'd go like camp out and get like the hot spot and fish trout. And you had, they had boats then, right? Yeah. They had boats. I never actually rented one. I always just fished from the shore. Yeah. yeah, I was there a couple of times a week fishing. Yeah. That's a fun spot, man. Yeah. It's dead now, but it it used to be good. Yes. It's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then you grew up kind of by the beach too. Did you do a lot of surfing and stuff? Oh yeah. 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 I surfed a ton and fish calicos from the beach. I used to live in Laguna, like right oh, off wow. of Moss street before the MLPAs. And I would just, dude, I didn't even know what I had. I would just walk down there and just throw like little triangle heads and swim baits and like the super light kicker, the 15 light. Yeah. And dude, we would just catch calicos all day. I didn't even know they were calicos. I was just catching bass as far as I was concerned, you know? <laughs> Fun stuff, dude. Yeah, it was killer. And then, uh, like, when did, it, did you take it more seriously? Like, where you started going, I fucking love fishing. This is what I've, 
I'm going to do all the time. This is my shit, you know? Um, dude, it was always pretty serious really? for me. Yeah. I was since day one. I was Intense, always, huh? yeah. Into fishing. That was like my main thing. I stopped for a little bit, like in high school, like most people do. <laughs> and, uh, it took a backseat to surfing and skating, but then I blew my knee out skating. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was back to like full on fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't got to worry about blowing your knees out unless you go off the rocks. Huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> now I just ride a skateboard down the street or whatever. <laughs> Nothing like I used to do. <laughs> Oh man. So then, uh, as you got older, you kind of do some cool shit. You make baits now, um, for yourself. And I guess you sell them. Yeah. I sell a couple of them. They take a lot of work. And then usually it's, uh, my buddies want them before I even get a chance to like, (laughs) I'd like to put them up for auction because it's super fun watching it. You just had one, right? Yeah. I had one. Yeah. It was really cool. It went better than I thought. A lot of like positive response from it. Yeah. But it's usually like all my friends from the lake and other dudes want them. So as soon as I make them, they're kind of like spoken for. Yeah. But as soon as I get an extra one, yeah, definitely ever sell. but they take at least 10 hours. Yeah. Each one to we make. were talking about it earlier, dude. And yeah. the way you, uh, build them, pick up one and talk about it for us. All right. This is, uh, like the top water bait I make. I think it's nine inches or something. And it's like five ounces. It's got a swivel in the front right here. The back, I didn't put one. I might start putting it in there. Uh-huh. Some dudes want three hooks too, but I've never had a problem with the two hooks. They're going to eat it at the head. Yeah. They're going to eat it, you know, the one you want. And, uh, yeah, it's just, they're all made out of Alaskan yellow cedar. They're weighted with tungsten weights. So I can put the weights like super precise. Did you, did you have a, did it take you a minute to find the wood you wanted to use or did you kind of research? Yeah, no, things? no, it took a while. At first I did balsa and then basswood. And then I was talking with some other dudes like on, like uh swimming more, underground uh, no no more like uh this dude orlando okay. his instagram's norcal cat and he was uh talking about like alaskan yellow cedar is what no. they use and a couple other dudes who make that type of plug also so i switched to that and it was way better action the basswood's cool but it's real it's only good for calm water which isn't like ideal conditions for yeah. top water bait like this you know like generally i make them for stripers they're not you can get bass on them, but I made them to fish stripers. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's my passion, you know, catching big old stripers yeah. out of the lake. And, and what, uh, uh, how long did it take you to get that design? Um, I had another design previously and there was another lure maker who's like, Hey, that's pretty close to mine. Oh, really? Yeah. We had a long talk. We ended up passion that's out. Cool. Which was super cool. Yeah. yeah. I just told him like, dude, I'm not trying to copy anybody's bait. Like I just drew this thing and, and made it. Yeah. But it's like. You think all the guys making square bills are like <laughs> getting mad at each other, you know, like it's topwater bait. So I ended up changing the whole thing. I was like, I don't want it to look like his anymore you than he does. Own deal. Yeah. So I just drew a new, new one on a piece of paper. That's how they all start. Actually. I just look at it like the bluegill ones. I just look at a bluegill and kind of like trace it, not really trace it, but like draw it. And, uh, from making a few of them, I kind of know like what shape to make it and how to shape it and stuff that's going to make it swim and it just goes from there i'll usually build it first and then with the top water ones i know where the weights go yeah for the most part i mean it's wood it's all going to be a little bit different you can't sand it down the exact same so those ones are pretty straightforward but like the glide bait ones like this dude these ones i gotta fully build the whole thing and the weights are the last thing i add okay like i add, i put the swivels in first i put the tail in that way i have like the weight perfect well not perfect but then I could weight it perfectly how I want. Like this one suspends. Mm-hmm. If you could just 
chuck it in the water and it'll just sit like resting right on the hooks like that which is kind of how you want it for a glide bait the little crankbait ones these ones the weight's not as important i kind of have it sit so like seven eighths of it is in the water you know just so that that lip will help it like get down and just dude hopefully catch some big old bass (laughs) and then uh how do you know though like for the uh, glide bait the swim do you kind of like have to uh, put a clear over it and swim it before you paint it, or do you usually? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I made um, dude. Before I came out with these, I guess this is like the production model, you can say, mm-hmm. with the car face. This one without the face is just for me because carving <laughs> the faces, dude, it's so much work, man. Oh, I, I bet, man. And it's kind of sketchy every time. I'm like, oh, am I gonna get stitches right now? <laughs> <laughs> the first one I was doing, my wife was in there, and I was like, Phew, and I could tell she was just watching me. <laughs> And I finished it, like, half of the face, and she's, like, looking at me weird. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to carve those anymore. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I don't think you should do that. Dude. But now I got it down. It's not too dangerous. It's still sketchy. I use, like, a exacto knife and cut straight on there. I draw it first, mm-hmm. and then I come back at a 45 from the other angle and, like, kind of whittle it out. But it, the face doesn't matter. It's more for the, the swim, fisherman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the swim's what's important. It looks cool as shit, though. I like it. Yeah, you thanks, know? dude. Me too. Yeah, I love them. And it's cool catching them on your own bait, and then your friends start getting them. Dude. And then it creates, like, a little buzz, and dudes are, like... Like, my buddy Paul was fishing one that I gave him at uh, Diamond Valley, uh-huh. and everybody's, like, throwing these other top waters, and he's just getting blown up on left and right, and all the he's like, dude, all the guys around me were like, what is that? Like, <laughs> what is that thing? And he's like, oh, it's my buddy Hopper Doggy. He makes these. And he's he's like, dude, one kid was like went on your instagram right there and he's like oh my god he's auctioning one right now (laughs) (laughs) pumped it up like ebay and shit huh (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) so yeah they're cool it's just something fun i've always been just a tinker always in the garage since i was a little kid yeah and i love fishing so dude fishing and tinkering and wood (laughs) like of course you're gonna end up making your own lures you know what's the biggest fish someone's caught on on your bait oh my buddy brad's got um like an easy 20 oh. he didn't weigh it but it was big and he sent around me pictures here of it. It a... yeah it's at diamond valley okay and then i've got a couple i didn't weigh them either but i have a measuring board on the the front of my boat and it goes to 32 and they were like bigger you couldn't even see the ruler <laughs> under there <laughs> wow so, yeah. dude yeah they work dude and they're they're cool they're handmade i put a little love into each one <laughs> they're all wood they're not molded yeah they're all made one at a time by these two hands yeah and yeah. then uh, you also tattoo, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah, how you and Justin. That's how I pay my common. bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what shop do you work at? Still Life Tattoo Still in Still Life. Beach. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. It's nice and clean and big, and I love all the dudes I work with. I cool. ran into this guy at a uh, Fred Hall. Elliot did that. Oh yeah, up on it. Yeah, Elliot, yeah. dude, he's rad, cool. dude. Wait, yeah. what's his name on Instagram? Eli. Oh, dude, he's is funny. it Elote? Yeah, like corn. I don't dude, think so. I think he, he always comments on. Um, yeah. we go back and forth. He's, he's a, funny, a cool dude. Yeah, he's, cool. he's super, super fucking cool. funny dude. Yeah, I like him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's hopefully he come. And we have the fiftieth episode, so I'm sure we'll run into a lot of these dudes. You know, oh, yeah. when we do. Uh, I've tattooed a ton of yeah, like all the dudes who fish, all my friends. You know, yeah. Yeah. How That's, long have you been tattooing? Oh man, I think like thirteen or fourteen years oh, now. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I started right when I got out. Well, I did my apprenticeship in the Navy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like during my last home port. How does that work, you? 
I would oh. just go to muster in the morning. I was stationed in Oxnard. Okay. And uh, I would just go to muster in the morning. That's like where you check in at like yeah. 5.30 or whatever. And I would get done with work by 2.30 or 3. And that's the time the shop was opening. And I would go there to the shop, open up, have everything ready for uh, Jose, who's my mentor. And just kind of like hang out, like make stencils and stuff. And I would be there till the shop closed at like 10. Mm-hmm. And then I would close it down, sweep up, clean everything up. And then uh, go back to work at the Navy in the morning. Damn. So I did that for, during my last home port, I was like short timing. So I was getting out in a year yeah. and our home port's like nine months. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go on the next appointment. So during my last um, home port, I had almost a year of just hanging out. I knew I wasn't going to have to go on deployment. So I went and got an apprenticeship at this shop called Chuck Mool Studio up there in Oxnard. Okay. And then Jose and my buddy Joe taught me how to tattoo, make needles, and paint. No way. Everything. Customer service. All that stuff. They're, yeah. They're awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah, Did those you, guys so are you rad. lived up in Oxnard for a minute, then that whole time you were living up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I lived up there for like two years, probably. Were you fishing up there, too, or no? No, that was when I was still surfing a lot. I yeah. surfed up there a lot, and it was, dude, really good surfing. <laughs> Especially if you're in the Navy, because you can get into how some other spots. How long were you in the Navy for? Four years. Oh, yeah, that's like the standard. When yeah. I joined, I planned on staying in. And then by the time it was time to get out, I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> How old were you when you joined? 19. Why did you join? Oh, man. I don't know. Really? I wanted to go to Bud's. And I, I wanted to be a SEAL. So mm-hmm. I, I went to Bud's, and that's where I tore my ACL and stuff. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. But, dude, that stuff is tough, dude. <laughs> like, I found out a lot about myself at Bud's, I dude. I bet, man. Like, dude, it was, it was rough. And then I tore my ACL there. And they wanted to keep me in, and I was so I like went to the doctors and stuff, and they're like, "Dude, come look at this guy's knee; it's so huge." Yeah, <laughs> all the doctors came back and like, "Dude, so I had on um, the little camo, not little, but the camo cargo pants, and my knee was so swollen that it was like tight against that. It was like skin oh, tight." Shit. Yeah, like all the doctors and nurses came back. And they were like, all right, and they like wrapped it up and sent me back out there, and I was like limping back, and the instructors <laughs> like what happened i'm like oh i think i hurt my knee i don't know he's like all right we'll just go sit in the surf and i remember i was standing there and i was like dude it, and i was a winter <laughs> class i'm like this is so cold my knee i'm like i'm out of here i don't want Fuck this, this and i told him i was like i'm gonna quit dude and he's like are you serious i'm like yeah i'm, I'm done i'm not gonna do this <laughs> And he's like, all right. So I had to go like ring the bell, put my helmet down and oh, stuff. Oh, really? It's like oh, fucking yeah. the movies then, huh? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it was fun, dude. And I have, still have friends that I met there that are friends till the day I die. That's cool, dude. Yeah, it was fun, dude. It was a great experience. Yeah. But I'm happy the way things turned out. Did you do a lot of traveling then when you were on the boat? I was never on a ship once, dude. No? Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. So I went to boot camp in Chicago and then they flew me out to... Back to California, where I'm from, luckily. And then I got stationed in Oxnard, which is like 100 miles yeah, from my house. So you're yeah. not far from home. Yeah. And I was stationed with the Seabees, and they're construction workers. Like, their motto is they build and they fight. So I was a gunner's mate, so I took care of all the weapons. And uh, we flew everywhere. We never went on a ship. So I did <laughs> four years in the Navy, never on a ship once. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. Damn. But I spent plenty of time on boats after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing I want to talk about is your boat build. Oh, yeah. The little whale, the yeah. little cruiser, dude. That, how long did that take you to restore it? Oh, man. Probably like three years, Fuck. two years of it just sanding. It started like it was pretty clean when I bought it. I actually went with Chris Lillis okay. to go buy it. 
I was talking with my wife. And we were on vacation. And I was like, dude, I want to get a boat. And How big is that? Man? It's 13 foot. Okay. I was like, dude, I just want one now. And I was almost <laughs> buying aluminum. And all my friends had aluminums. And she's like, why are you going to get the same thing your friends have? And I was like, I know. I really want a little whaler, dude. Hey, thank God for wives sometimes. Dude, dude. she's the best. Right. Dude, sometimes I think of some shit and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. She goes, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> just like when she goes, I don't think you should have another beer. And I drink three more. And you know, yeah. I shouldn't have that beer. <laughs> That's funny. She has to tell you. Mine just looks at me. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's the same thing. <laughs> so anyway, she's like, just get the one you want. Just keep saving. And so, dude, I had one of my friends from Bud's. He's in the Air Force now. He's like special forces in the Air Force. And they were in San Diego doing a jump school. And I had done a ton of tattoos on him. He's like, dude, hop. You got to get down here and tattoo these dudes. He's like, these guys just, they're stuck here in a hotel. They're getting paid. They have nothing to do with their money. Like, come down here. You're going to clean up. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I went down there and I tattooed like 20 hours a day for three days straight. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. Fuck that. I was like, <laughs> dude, as soon as I stopped, I ate. And I was like, dude, I was like, dude, bringing pizza and beers to the room. And I just, I was like a slave, dude. I didn't stop <laughs> tattooing. But I came home with like four grand oh, fuck from yeah. that weekend. And I was like, I'm going to go buy my boat. So and I didn't know anything about buying boats. So I called C's and he was like, yeah, dude, let's go. And I found this one on, on uh, Craigslist. And as soon as we rolled up, he was like, oh, this is it. He's like, you're buying this boat, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And it was these two spear fishermen. And it was like up in the hills in L.A. And this house was so crazy. I think they're like drug dealers or something. <laughs> There's nothing in the house. There was just the boat there. There's two dudes. It's like a mansion. Yeah. And Caesar just starts like ripping into him and just like kind of not like mean, but just no. like messing with him, getting them all worked up. And they wanted like 46 for the boat or something. And it only been up for like a week or something. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I want it. I got cash, but I'm not going to pay that much. And I don't know what he did, but he got these dudes, like, so discombobulated <laughs> that there was one point in the deal where I was like, all right, 3200 And I just put my hand out, and the dude shook it. And he's like, all right, yeah, done, cool, perfect. And Fuck so I got out of there <laughs> with this super sweet boat for 3200 bucks. I took it home and then took it out that day. And went out and instantly caught two spotties on it. Oh, you're stoked, right? Yeah. I was like, dude, this is perfect. So that's that's my little boat, dude. Same it's, engine? No. So I restored the whole thing. It used to have a 35 two-stroke on it. And the first time I took it out, I was like, I'm like, oh, let's see how fast it goes. And I got it like half throttle and left it. But the thing just accelerated on its own. Oh, fuck. Dude, it, it got a power band. <laughs> yeah, dude, it got sketchy out there. And it was the first time I was like driving a boat like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was with my buddy Robert and we were I'm like, whoa, like scared, yeah. just scared to like let go of the steering wheel to like back off the throttle. It got so fast so quick. Dude, fucking for a little boat, that shit was probably moving, dude. Oh, and it was loud, dude. It was so loud. <laughs> yeah, it uh -huh. still moves. It goes like 30 you in the saltwater with two dudes. Yeah. 25. Okay. So I put a brand new Yamaha 25 on yeah. there. Like they just came out with it. I wanted a 40, but the new 25 is so light. It's like 120 pounds. Wow. How much did that thing go for? Uh, it was like five grand. That's not bad. Yeah. Brand all. new. Yeah. Out the door. Yeah. I, I just went into the place and put like a deposit down and I would go like every month and not even every month. It's like as much as I could. Yeah. And like any extra cash, I just like kind of like a piggy bank. They're so cool. <laughs> as soon yeah. as you could. Yeah. Yeah. I got it at Mauer. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I just paid cash for it. 
and then they installed it for me. I did everything else. Like, did you do the C deck yourself? No, actually, okay. I had a Blue Seas do that. Okay, they killed it. They installed it all. They put the whole like uh, pattern that's on there. Yeah, it's cool. Those guys, dude. Yeah, I love it. I've that been, like changed the whole thing. Yeah, I did the the uh, Hydro Turf on mine. Hydro Turf. Yeah, because I it's have like the same stuff. Yeah, it was. Fu- it's fucking carpet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, every time I catch a fish and blood would get on the fucking carpet, it was the bass boat carpet. So I'm like, yeah. fuck this. Like, that's a I learned a lot. I should have. I probably wouldn't have done it the way I did it right now. Yeah. I'm almost looking into getting a starboard and then putting hydro turf on top of it. Is it aluminum though? Yeah. Why do you need starboard on there? As a deck. Oh, to build it up? No. Well, you know how I have wood on wood deck on top of my boat. Oh, like I didn't basketball. know. It had, I, wide, I didn't know how you had yeah. wood. Oh, okay, yeah. I okay, have okay. like a whole deck on my boat. Like it's a wide boat, like a bass boat. Yeah. It's like a. I've seen you it. You ever seen those trackers? That no, are I know. Yeah. I've seen your boat. Okay. I, know. So, I didn't know it had wood in there, though. Yeah, it's all wood. Here. Oh, So I painted yeah. it black with that uh, kiwi grip. But I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to hydroturf it, I'll fucking just put all star starboard on there, the light, like half inch. Yeah. And then hydroturf it so yeah, not, I can cool. rinse it off. Done. Because the wood, it's like I painted it, but it's fucking chipping a little. I mean, I did it six months ago. It's like. Yeah. We read, me and my buddy Robert redid his boat, Robert Mont Black. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like sealed the wood, but not really. And after like a year and a half, it kind of started to like bow up again. Yeah. So we're going to redo it again soon. I did do it both like sides. Style. Both sides of a uh, sealed it on both sides, sealed all the edges. Mm-hmm. Then I painted it with Kiwi grip. Oh, and it's still. No, it's fine, but it just oh, okay. isn't clean. Like I want it to be able to clean it and it does never get clean. Yeah. You know, the black, it's all fucking dirty all the time. It looks like. Yeah. And the hydro turf school, I just get the pressure washer, hit it, and mm-hmm. it's done. But you had to use that purple degreaser. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. That's Works really good. That's what I use. Dude, I have white sea deck and I'll fish it like three or four, especially freshwater. Like I won't wash it every time and yeah. I'll let it get nasty. I should take like a before and after. It's so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> but it gets like, dude, it's dirty and it's white sea deck. Yeah. And I'll spray that stuff on and scrub it in and let it set for like 10 or 15 minutes. Usually I'll, I'll, I'll like wet the deck first and then spray that stuff on and scrub it and let it sit while I flush the motor and wash the outside of the boat. And then I'll come back and power wash the sea deck. Yeah. And all that. Dude, it's like brand, brand new. new. Yeah. It's brand new every time. This stuff is killer. Yeah. I checked out. I went and bought some reels off of Mike Lane. Mm-hmm. And I checked out their boat. Sea deck's fucking bad, dude. The Bell's Point Sea Deck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice, too, when you're fishing on it all day. Like. Especially swim bait fishing when you're standing up casting dude. constantly all day, dude. Yeah, I noticed that standing mm-hmm. on that whaler all day, like and, uh, yeah. Bobby's and, and Eric's. I'm like, my ah, fucking feet are killing me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sea deck helps a lot with that. Though. Yeah. See, I restored that whole thing, dude, and it's it started because I had to move the console up, mm-hmm. and I took it out, and there was all the foam was like rotten. The guys who had it before had just drilled holes into the hull water had gotten in there over the years and it just had basically like cancer mm-hmm. so i got on forums like continuous wave and stuff and saw how to properly fix it and did all that and then it just ended up i was like dude i'm gonna like sand this whole thing down and re-gel coat, you re-gel it, coat the whole thing huh? dude i used an angle grinder and ground all the original gel coat off it was all spider cracked wow did yeah. you uh just spray the gel coat or do it by hand i had a guy spray it for okay. me but I did all the primer and stuff wow. and I did all the fiberglass repairs and, and skim coats and all that That's stuff. Fun, dude. 
Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had I had my first boat was the Invader, and I ripped off everything. I I was in the process of doing the deck. They put yeah. they put plywood down, and then they put you know the um, ARP board that's on the the uh, the bathroom walls like that plastic board. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on the fucking deck, and I'm like the fuck dude so i pulled out it was all speckled and stuff i'm like fuck this dude and i i pulled that off that was a boat i dropped off my fucking trailer too so (laughs) i fixed it yeah i fixed the the gel coat on that too but i I like doing that too when i have when i have the time you know it's like now i'm like fuck doing anything i just want to go fishing and yeah dude (laughs) i've had guys who hit me up about restoring whalers after that and i in all honesty i'm like dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> either pay somebody to do it or just buy one that's ready i yeah. did so much work i spent two years just being itchy all the time from dude. grinding fiberglass like legitimate two years i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Itchy and sanding. Getting yelled at for coming to bed with itchy on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I use air conditioning. That's why I know what you're talking about. Dude, my neighbors would come out and they're like, you are still standing on this thing? Like, it's been years. I'm like, I know. (laughs) And then it got to a point where I couldn't turn back. I like, I couldn't sell it because the point it was at. And I couldn't stop either. Yeah. Because I'd put so much time and energy into it. Yeah, dude. But now I'm stoked, dude. I love that little boat. And it's my first boat. It's the only boat I've ever had. It'll be in the family forever. There you go. Huh? It's an heirloom now. Are you having you're having a boy, right? Yeah, having a little boy oh, in July. Oliver. <laughs> dude, yeah, I'm pumped. Little fishing friend. There you go, dude. Yeah. Hopefully he likes fishing. Yeah. <laughs> he probably will. It's in his blood, you know. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some of your personal best fish. Oh, the PBs. Yeah. They're all within like ten miles from my house. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yellowtail and calico. Really? All like right out front. Did you uh, on your boat? Mm-hmm. No, that's well. Cool. The yellowtail was with Chris on his boat. Okay, that was a big old yellowtail. That thing was ate the surface iron and just oh, cornholed me, dude. No way. Like, I was worked. Yeah, <laughs> I looked at him like I don't. Know, what do I do? <laughs> like I could barely even pull on the rod, and it was like we got them pretty shallow. It was in like forty feet, and there was kelp. So I had actually seen a couple dudes lose theirs that morning, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, I'm not losing this guy. And it was like a Calstar like 800 extra heavy mm-hmm. fiberglass rod. Fuck, dude. Maybe it was a nine footer. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't have it anymore. But dude, I remember that thing like ate that surface iron and just straight down took all the line that I had in and then Fuck, some dude. and just worked <laughs> me, dude. And afterwards I got it in. He's like, all right, let's get another. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if I catch another one right now, I'm going to lose my rod <laughs> in the water. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. so that was like right by my house. And then my best calico was on my boat with my best buddy, Nate. And I'd been going out. Like, it was fishing was getting in the way of work for a little bit. Cause it, was, <laughs> dude, it was so good. I was like moving appointments so I can go out and fuck, fish, dude, dude, just by myself and just roping calicos. And I'd. I was on this bite, dude, and fishing is like super light stuff, and like, and the water was crystal clear. You could see down like twenty feet. Like, I would stop and have my lunch, and just hang over the bow and look down, and it was like an aquarium, dude. And I had gotten, I'd hooked two giants before this one, and both of them were like, okay, I think that's a fish. You set the hook and just <laughs> bust it off, and you're like, what the hell was that? I think it was yeah. huge. <laughs> and probably like two or three days before that, this, these, uh, they had to have been like 13 or 14 year old kids are out spearfishing. And I heard one of them come up and he was like yelling at his buddy. He's like, dude, did you see that calico? It's the biggest one I've ever seen in my dude. life. And I was like, oh dude. And this is the whole time I've been out here fishing. I was like, yeah, dude, I thought that was a calico. So I went out with my buddy, Nate and we were fishing and I was like, dude, there's like some big ones out here right now. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we're fishing the same spot where those two other ones busted me off, and I hooked that one, and it was on like a like spotty gear. Dude, that's what I was to say. How heavy was in line? Like I was fishing thirty pound braid to twenty pound leader, oh, which man. is pretty pretty tough, you yeah, know. Yeah, but but that's exactly what he busted me off before, and it was like a half ounce uh, swim bait head and like um, probably like a five inch swim bait, like super natural looking stuff. Yeah, and uh, I hooked him. And I was just like, dude, I'm either going to break this thing off or it's, or I'm going to land him. <laughs> like, that's it. I'm not going to give him yeah. any room. And Nate was so funny. He's like, dude, I knew that was a big one. He's like, I could tell because you just got quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Huh? Yeah. And it was like a good fight, dude. And we didn't have a net or anything. So you had to bounce it. No, I didn't. I couldn't bounce it. It would have busted yeah. me off. There's a video like way back on my Instagram. You uh-huh. can go back and look at it. Yeah. And, uh, he like came up and Nate like filmed like the last half of it. And he was uh, like, Oh my God, dude, it's a giant. <laughs> it was the biggest one I'd ever seen. And yeah. I've like gone and fished the islands multiple times and caught pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. Nothing like huge, but you even what's that? Did you weigh the fish? No, no. Did you measure it? Nope. I didn't measure it either. Wow. I have pictures. <laughs> what do you <laughs> but, think? Maybe. Oh, probably like seven. Yeah. Maybe. I haven't got any like giant ones. I've got a ton of them, but. Yeah. No giants, but just the fight, dude. And then being on the light gear, that's oh, like I what makes fucking... it a personal best. I've caught spotties that were, I've caught big spotties, but then I've caught ones that are memorable. And you're like, dude, this guy has got some guts, dude. Like this is a tough little fish. And he was one of those. And it was just like the whole fight, like everything the whole day and being like out there with one of your best buds, yeah. you know, that's I what this, it's all about. I had the same thing happen. I took my buddy Gabe out and, uh, he's a friend of ours. Like we grew up with too. And uh, this was recently, it's in October. I thought I had a fucking halibut. My fucking rod's going boom, boom, big cousins. Like, yeah. And I see it turn up to the side, and it was a seven pound calico from the boat. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're both screaming. I'm yeah. Fucking, <laughs> That's I'm like, on the video. I bounced it. I bounced it. <laughs> oh, I'm like, really? Why did I do that, dude? It just by, you know, I just said, just I just want it in. It didn't break, thank God, but I got it in, and I, I fucking couldn't believe it. Yeah. I, caught a, I caught a big one off the beach. And that was the that was cool because I wrapped the rod that I caught it on. Ooh, nice! I caught my PB halibut and my PB um, calico on a, a rod that I wrapped. It was a steelhead rod from uh, MHX, the uh, from uh, Mudhole. 
Oh, so nice. yeah, I went and bought the whole thing because everyone's like, "Are you doing steelhead rod?" So I bought a steelhead rod, yeah. wrapped it because I didn't want a Claris or something like that. I wanted something a little better. And I didn't know about rods then, so for surf fishing, yeah. Right? So yeah. I had that. It was on that and the Calcutta two hundred. I love those. That's like my reel that I love. Yeah, and I even use them for calico now because I'm like I'm just used to them. Yeah, and I can clean them. I fucking hate. I have abus, mm-hmm. but I feel like they get dirty and you clean them and. The, they just are never the same after they kind of hit a switch. Yeah. I had a Shimano 200 E7 that I fished. That's what I caught that. It's a great, my PB great reel, on. right? Dude, I fished that thing hard for like four or five years. And yeah. it's just, dude, they're so easy to clean yeah. and maintain. You order some new bearings here and there. Yeah. I, I love yeah. I, I love the Shimano reels. I'm almost like, uh, well, I've got some of the uh, Komodos, the older ones I bought off mm-hmm. Mike. I'm going to try those out. So. Those Komodos look sick. Yeah, dude. I like, I'm not like a particular to any yeah. brand just whatever sits suits the yeah, situation you know definitely dude definitely you definitely it get a get a tattooing stories oh man <laughs> any quitters oh yeah i had a couple quitters i had some people i had to tell them to come back <laughs> <laughs> just like as soon as you touch the needle to them they're like oh, jumping, jumping and stuff and i'm like hey dude like maybe today is not the day like let's <laughs> let's do this another day like why don't you have a couple beers before you come up here that didn't work for me so i have scars all over my legs from riding bikes my first tattoo is my whole shin so it's like the other side the whole shin this one yeah dude the legs hurt my first tattoo legs is the worst spot big ass yeah legs hurt yeah and i i'm like all right it can't hurt that bad i used to slip pedals all the time and fucking Mm -hmm. didn't hurt you know they touch the fucking the needle <laughs> and I'm like, this is the worst ever. I pop a fucking bike in. I took fucking like three beers and nothing worked, dude. Oh yeah. Dude, there's, it's different for everybody. Like for me underneath the biceps, the absolute worst. Yeah. I did this first one and it fully caught me off guard. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. And I went to the liquor store down the street and bought a six pack of tall boys, drank them all. And I was still hurting, dude. Yeah, dude. So when I did this other one, I was already dreading it. And it hurt like just as bad as the other one. Can I use a numbing shit ever? You ever do that? No, I never use that. It's for babies. Stuff huh? no. sucks. It, it like messes blanches. up the healing process. Yeah, it, it blanches yeah. the skin. It's hard to see what you're doing. Like, If you want a tattoo, you got to earn it. There's no, <laughs> there's no numbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Bactine. Yeah. I watched That's my Once in it. a blue moon. Yeah. I don't even have Bactine anymore, but I've used it before. Uh it helps if someone's squirming around for the last like yeah know, and 15, you want to finish minutes. It yeah, yeah you want to just be done yeah definitely I I I watched my wife get her whole back done and she didn't make one fucking face not crazy <laughs> girls I'm are like, so tough dude. dude girls are so much tougher and I I had I I fucking was like man she, I'm like doesn't hurt she's like it hurts but I'm just fine it's I'm like, I'd be fucking a baby dude. yeah higher sweating dude yeah dude for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, the last one I did in front of my my oldest. Yeah, and he's fucking going look at that. And I'm like, this fucking hurts so bad. I'm trying to be a tough guy, <laughs> and he's just busting my ball. Yeah. You Man, should make like, it look like it hurts so he doesn't want it. No, he won't want one. He's a he's an idiot. <laughs> um, do you have any good boat stories since you on your boat or just the throttle oh, kind of stick? Dude, no, that wasn't even like really a good story. Um, I just put it in kind of like sketchy spots <laughs> that's how I, you get the big ones you know calico but, for calico bass yeah yeah that's a, there's that's been a lot, a, of... a lot of close calls like where i look down and i'm like oh my god we're like thank god a wave pushed us over that rock because oh, otherwise no i would have like ran the whole boat across there but that's 
like I said, I used to surf Mm -hmm. before the same spot I fish. I also used to surf it like very heavily. Mm -hmm. And so I got that spot pretty dialed. There's a spot where it looks like it's going to stand up, but there's nothing under it. And the bottom, it actually drops down like another 20 feet. So it'll back off. But then if you're in too close, like kind of where you need to be to catch them, (laughs) it can pick you up and like chuck the boat, you know? Fuck. So there's been a couple like close calls, having it up tight, trying to catch big old bass, but (laughs) that's what keeps it exciting. That's what I like, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've been learning that as I go and, uh, making sure, you know, where you're at. That trolling motor mm-hmm. ain't gonna fucking help, right? No. That's what everyone said. Evan, Evan was no, on, no, Eric, no, no. Bobby. That wouldn't have helped, dude. You're gonna get tossed. No, anyway. there's even now. Like I have that spot dial, but still, there's times where I'm like, sit down, hold on, <laughs> sit down. I'll run up, pull the trolling motor, and get on the main motor like real quick and get out of there. It's That's sketchy. it within like five seconds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's times where you're like, oh, I think it's gonna be okay. But I fish the tides. I fish like higher tide. So even if like a sneaker set's coming in, it's not really going to get you because there's so much water under you. Mm-hmm. So it's just knowing the tides and just being familiar with the spots. Yeah. Like I fish the same spots like pretty much all the time, you know? Yeah. And you do a lot of fresh water. Do you just like to fish Diamond Valley or do you fish different lakes? Uh, I fished a few other lakes. I stick to Diamond Valley okay. just to get it dialed. Like the freshwater game is so hard. Dude. Dude, it's so hard. It's so It's so tough, but that's what keeps you coming back to, you know? Do you, how long you been like seriously hitting freshwater? Um, I've been a few times. I've gone, uh, with Charles to Diamond Valley a few times. Okay. And then my buddy Robert has taken me a few times and those dudes kind of like showed me the ropes there. Okay. And then when I built my boat, it was with like the plan to be like, okay, I'm going to put a three star motor on here so I can fish like all the reservoirs around mm-hmm. here. And then I just like Diamond Valley, dude. It's such a pretty lake. It's yeah. so tough. I like I like that lake. I like uh, Skinner a lot too. During the summer, I feel like it's a fun lake to fish too. Yeah, I haven't been to any of those other lakes since I was like a little kid. Skinner was cool, but I got in a fucking argument with the dude at At the launch ramp or like on the water. No, on the fucking water. And I was like, he got mad because I'm like, I had anchor lock on my trolling motor, so I fucking came up. He was drifting, Mm -hmm. and I thought he was done, so I waited. He drift. I came. Locked the motor. He's like, what the fuck, asshole? I'm like, what did I do? I'm like, fucking at least 100 fucking yards from you, dude. Like, he came up all mad, but I'm like, whatever, dude. Fuck it. Yeah. Freshwater is a whole nother game. Dude, it's not. It is. Like, and I get it. I mean, people put their time at the lake and they get mad. Yeah, but it's everybody's lake, yeah. too. You're not like a local there. <laughs> Locals only, bro. Yeah. I'm all about being nice and like trying to be cool with everybody. That's good. Yeah. But Diamond Valley is tough, too, because there's like, you're like, okay, we're going to go hit this cove now. Definitely. And I only have a 25, and there's dudes with 250s on their boat. So I'm like, like going to this spot. <laughs> and then before you know it, there's this bass That's boat right, just yeah. comes hauling butt, like right past me and like right into my spot. I'm like, yeah. okay, we'll go here. Like other side of the lake. And then another boat. It's no, like, I fucking. It's like I a cartoon, it. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's shitty. You got to like pick your. Yeah. your uh, what you want to do you think is going to work first yeah there's seasons for it too though like yeah. those dudes have just been showing up since spring they're fishing like beds, beds. yeah and then i fish just swim baits only like i only take two rods i'm like i'm only going to go for a giant it's all or nothing yeah so yeah that's a good, good way to look look at it too and I've, it's not as packed on the winter dude in the winter there are times especially this winter 
there were times where I was the only boat there or one or two other boats for the whole lake, which is crazy. But then as soon as they start stocking it, people will start showing up yeah. and then it starts, spring comes around <laughs> and then it's just boom, like full on. Dude, it's, yeah, it's crazy I, I, now. I saw a picture the other day. Someone put the line behind them and I was like, fuck. There's like fucking this shitload of people in line, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Demon Diamond Valley. You ever fished San Diego Lakes? Yeah, I fished. Um, <clears throat> what is it? Santee. San, oh, San Vicente or San Vicente? San? Yeah. I like that lake. Yeah, I fished that lake. That lake is cool. Yeah, but I don't go down there too much. Far. Yeah, it's far. Yeah. The only time I go down there is to fish with uh, my buddy Tyler and Robert. Okay. Or Dwayne. I'll go down there and fish with yeah. Dwayne a lot. But he does. We're not fishing lake. We're fishing like on his boat. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I fished a couple lakes up there. Like Kuimak is cool. Mm-hmm. Got into a wide open crappie bite there. That's fun. Yeah. Dude, super fun. <laughs> I like catching any type of fish. Yeah. Uh, I'm not particular. I'll catch them all from bluegill to bluefin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Every last bit of it. What about uh, your artwork? So you, you had a pretty cool uh, drawings on the Salty Crude. Put out some a little line of yours, right? Yeah, yeah, they still, I haven't done one recently, but I think I've done like five or six designs for them, which I was stoked, dude. I was like <laughs> beside myself that they even wanted yeah. art from me, you know? And uh, they're just kind of hit me up. They're like, hey, we like your stuff. You want to do some designs for us? And I was like, dude, of course, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to do that. So they have a few, I think it's called like the Hopper Doggy line. Yeah. They have a few of my designs out, and there's still a couple that I'm waiting to come out on. I did a really, really cool spotty one cool. that Jake set up for me, and yeah. it's like two spotties, and I did pilings with like mussels on them and like <laughs> eel grass and stuff. Fun, dude. Yeah, it'll be really cool. And then like blue fins and sailfish and calicos and stuff. And you've drawn your whole life too? Yeah, since yeah. day one. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Drawing and the garage. They're like my earliest <laughs> memories, too. <laughs> What's your uh, local tackle shop you like to hit up? Oh, Performance, dude. Performance? Yeah, that's the only place I go. Yeah. Yeah, I try. I don't even... Every once in a while, I'll get some stuff on Tackle Warehouse. Yeah. But I'll just wait till Performance has them just to support them. Yeah. The place is the best. Mark and Joe and Tommy. I get rods from Tommy. Yeah. That place is... <clears throat> what Mark's done for everybody there. It's so cool. It's like a little kind of like a clubhouse. You can go there any day and hang out. <laughs> hang out. Yeah, it's fun, and you can dude. like rub shoulders with the best dudes and everybody's so nice. You can talk and ask questions. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Joe's a big help. Like I always tell everyone too. Yeah. Joe's a man, dude. A funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck man. It's been a cool podcast. We kind of talked about your freshwater baits. Now, if you, if uh, people DM you, could they get one of those from you? Um, yeah, I'm not really building them to order. Okay. Like I said, the ones I build, if they're not like spoken for, for kind of close friends, the auction thing. Yeah. Out. I'm just going to do auction style. Cause they're all handmade one at a time. Yeah. You know? It's so much work. There's like between 10 and 15 hours to each that's one. That's wild, dude. That's so much yeah. fucking time. Dude. And they're all wood. They're not like resin casts or anything. It's just each one is made. It's like a, it's kind of like a piece of art too, but it works. <laughs> which is even Be better sorry, you can you know? swim around yeah <laughs> just don't lose it <laughs> <laughs> i did that already i think i fucking that's lost the worst like fucking three oh, yeah. s waivers at diamond valley in a day yeah at least they're just s waivers <laughs> yeah i know dude i've casted off 250s have you died have you went diving for one no but i lost one and dude, it was like right after I got a huge swirl too on it oh, like fuck. i just like i felt the bass like smack at it. it must have i don't know how it didn't hook it 
that's how it goes, you know? You're like, there's six hooks on here. How does it not hook this thing? <laughs> and then, like, ten casts later, just... And you just watch it go. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't even set in until, like, ten minutes later. You Did know? you... Do you uh, what size line do you use when you do your swim baits? Um, it depends. depends. Really? Usually, like, 25 mono, mono. Just straight mono. Full. Yeah. That one day I cast it off as I only brought one rod. And I was fishing the top water, which I fished 80 pound braid to 80 pound mono leader, and I crimp oh, it. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, they don't care. Diamond <laughs> Valley is clear. And like, they don't care. It's just the action. They're not looking at the line in front of it. They're looking at that thing. It looks like a wounded fish, and they're just going to smash it. I've What's got them from like eight pounds to probably 20 something pounds fuck, on that 80 man. pound leader. Yeah. What's uh, What kind of rod do you like to use for that? Uh, ritual angling has a sick rod. It's their inshore one. Mm-hmm. It's like a seven, six. I like a shorter one, especially for the top water bait. Really? Cause yeah, you're having your tip down and working it. Yeah. The longer one, you're like slapping the water. It's like a seven, six medium, heavy, fast action. Okay. But it's, I don't think it's like quite a fast. It has like a nice bend to it and it loads up. And then when you hook a fish on it, it loads up like really nice, dude. It doesn't shut off. It has like a really nice bend to it and you can just kind of feel the power in it. And it's light. Yeah. And I think they're pretty cheap, too. I think they're around like 200 bucks or something. It's good, dude. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And they're cool looking. Yeah. They're, they're really nice rods, dude. They have nice grips. I love it. <laughs> so I use that, and then all my other stuff is all custom wrap performance stuff from Tommy. Awesome, yeah. I got to uh, get a couple of custom rods. I just learning. I'm learning like what I like and how I like my yeah. It's hard to know right off the bat what. Dude, the best thing like. you can do is go in there and just talk yeah. to them. Be like, hey, I want to fish this lure. This is how I like it. And he'll be like, okay. And just kind of like put you in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. It's a full custom rod, you know, it's <laughs> super light. Like you'll dude, all mine. I've, I got from there. I've had for five years and I fish nice at least three times a week. Fuck and they're still, nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm trying to get out once a fucking week right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got that baby coming, so that I'm getting out as much as like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get out as much as I can right now. <laughs> Well, all right, dude. Where can they see you on Instagram? Hopper Doggy. And yeah. what if they wanted to get a tattoo appointment? Where do they go? Uh, my email is on the on your Instagram. On my Instagram, page. You yeah. Go through, through Instagram, then yeah. Right? Don't send me a DM because I'm like I send like dumb DMs to all my friends and <laughs> vice versa. And so the important stuff gets lost. So I like yeah. email so I can keep track and just kind of like look through everything. So email is the best. Great, great. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on, dude. Fun time. Thanks yeah. Thanks, guys. Beer, dude. Anytime. Yeah, we'll have to do it again. You'll 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 probably be back on in a couple of weeks. We got a big guest coming on and he'll be back on as a co host too, so Oh cool. Yeah. All right. Cool, guys. cool. I'll be here. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah.